Why should you do seasons if you're planning to start a podcast with Chris Aron, episode 60. Welcome to the Rebel Growth Podcast. I am Borja Beso, and every week I bring you step-by-step growth and online marketing strategies that you can actually implement in your business to see some results. It's my pleasure to have you here, and let's start with another episode now. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Today's episode is with Chris Cerrone from The Cerrone Show, and we're going to talk about why you should do seasons if you're planning on doing a podcast. Now, a podcast has been the main and best strategy for my content marketing uh, plan. And I definitely recommend you consider it doing a podcast. Now, if you are going to do a podcast, you will want to decide whether to do continuous episodes like Never Stop, just like I do, Or you would prefer to do seasons. Maybe you would just want to publish your podcast during four months of the year. Maybe release 50 episodes, stop for a while, record the next season, then do it all over again. Uh, I can tell you it's it's really an overtaking trying to do weekly podcasts or even daily podcasts like people like John Lee Dumas does. He does seven days a week, one podcast episode every day. That's a huge task. So if you are considering doing a podcast, this show, this episode is going to help you decide whether or not to do seasons. And Chris Aron, who does seasons, he's going to explain why it helps and uh, how you're going to benefit from it. So without any further ado, let's jump right into the episode. Today, I have an amazing entrepreneurial podcaster with me, Chris Cerrone. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you so much for being here. No, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to get into the nitty-gritty of, of why people should choose to do uh, a seasonal podcast, right? What are the benefits of it? But before we get into that, why, why don't you tell me a little about who you are and how it is that you came to be a podcaster? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um It's kind of funny, right? Like, I had no idea I was going to stumble on this journey. Uh, once upon a time, I was working in a in a in a corporation. Uh, I worked for a company that was bought out by another company, and that was my first corporate job. Prior to that, I've owned businesses. I did real estate. I did a lot before, but that was my first job in quote unquote corporate America. They were bought out. I was found without a job. Uh, I, I was offered a very high six figure income in New York. And at the last minute, I turned it down. There was something in my gut saying, like, this isn't right. You have to do something for yourself. And like most people do, you start scouring the internet and figuring stuff out and what's next. And I, I literally kind of tripped into podcasting. I decided to start a show. I had a mutual friend uh, who had a friend and they had a friend and the, the chain goes about seven layers deep. And I found out of a guy who was making like a ton of money during podcasting. So I thought to myself, if, if somebody's doing this already, then I could definitely do it. And because of the buyout of my company, I had a nice severance package. So I had some padding to kind of figure this out. 
And one thing led to another. Here I am almost two years later. And my first season did just under 2 million downloads. And I've spoken on stages and a bunch of other self-serving ego type things that uh, came from podcasting. But more importantly, like I make a full-time income from it. And that's what people, I mean, a lot of people that, that I tell that I do podcasting, uh, well, I, well, it's one of the things that I do. Actually, I do podcasting for content marketing pur purposes. Mm -hmm. But to whoever I say that I am a podcaster, uh, they have no idea how do you make money from that. So then you have to go into explaining how, what it is, how you make money. Yeah. And it, it's, yeah, it's, it's a trip for sure. <laughs> it, it depends on who – it's funny because it depends on who I'm talking to, how far down the rabbit hole I want to explain myself. You know what I mean? Like if I'm at like a, a cocktail party or a coffee shop and somebody has no idea about our world, I just say, oh, I'm a consultant. Oh, what do you consult? Yeah. Oh, business. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. you don't want to get into the whole explanation it, thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I like it. Personalized introductions. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, tell us about your show. Your show. What's it called? What's it about? The show is called the Sarone Show, named after myself, and that is only because when I was starting, I was literally trying to think of like that silver bullet entrepreneurial name. I oh, wanted yeah, the classic. perfect name and. <laughs> Weeks went by and I still hadn't had a name for the show. And I was like, you know what? Like, let me just call it after myself. No one's going to know who I am anyway. You know, despite how great my name is, I'm going to have to build a brand. So I'll just, I'll use my name for now and I'll, I'll change it later or I'll worry about it later. But I, I cannot let a name hold me up from starting my show. So I named it after myself. And, uh, what my, my partner and uh, co-host and I do is we interview really at its core awesome people. And what I mean by that is it's very entrepreneur and business focused. However, we've had famous YouTubers. We've had professional athletes. We've had celebrities. We've had comedians. We've had, you know, the, the quote unquote usual suspects online, a lot of the online people that we all, you know, know, like and trust. So it's really a plethora of who Lacey and I find interesting. I like that because um, you don't have to you don't have to tie yourself with one type of people only. And entrepreneurship uh, it's a very broad term for sure. I mean, I know it it is uh, about creating business, but it's it's I think it can be about creating your own project and doing something for yourself. You know, it doesn't really have to be specifically a business. I mean, there's a lot of things in lives that require a lot of the uh, traits that entrepreneurs have. You know. Oh, oh, absolutely. Uh, greatness, you know, self-belief, everything like that. We've had successful people that have a job on our show. And one would say like, well, wait a minute. I thought it was business and entrepreneur. Like, it, it is. These people are doing amazing things. They're little mini entrepreneurs in these companies that they work for. Because they work for somebody does not mean that their story is not inspiring. Does not mean that you can't learn something from what they're doing. So in, in a way, like I'm so happy I, I named the show after myself because I'm not limited to one avenue. I can literally talk to anybody. Yeah, for sure. Now you do seasonal uh, podcasts, seasonal shows, right? Yes. Like season, seasons in your show. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And um, why did you choose to go down this route? Uh, it's one of those things, kind of like naming of the show. It just kind of happened by accident. You know, at the time, uh, my partner and I are, are running a, a, a large six-figure, and I know this term is very loosely on the internet, but we're running a large six-figure consulting business. 
that devotes a lot of our time. And we were also doing three shows a week, hour plus shows a week. And it was tough. It was super, super tough. So we decided to cut back to one show a week and try that for a little bit. And it just wasn't enough. And, and, and it was quite sad because we kind of had to make a list and cut, you know, some things out of out of what we're doing. And we ended up cutting the one thing uh, that not only do we both love doing that is our passion project, but the one thing that is responsible for all this. And that was the show. And we it, didn't go yeah, ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say we didn't do it with the intentions of we're going to break it up into seasons. Just at the time, it was like we were so beaten down from just being busy and trying to do everything at once and all that. We were just like, we have to take a break from the show. Like, we don't know when it's coming back, but we got to take a break. So we ended up, unfortunately, doing that. Um, On the flip side, the silver lining, it was quite genius because – we ended up really taking a look at our lives and, and what's important to us and, and figuring out like at the end of the day, that show is is so fulfilling. And if we had no listeners, if we made no money, if 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 it was literally just us talking on the mic, would we still do it? Do we still have a good time? And the answer to for both of us, Lacey and I, was yes, absolutely we would. So we're like, no, we're, we're bringing the show back. Um, we're going to call it season one, season two. And because of that gap, we now decided to have it an ongoing thing. We now decided to, to not only give ourselves a break, but really do something in pod, different in podcasting. We're just going to do it in seasons from now on. And why not? Who's to say we can't, you know? Yes, and that's exactly what I'm doing with this new series of, of shows as well, I mean, I do have the main Money Diver podcast, which is sort of a broad online marketing show. But I decided uh-huh. to go on a segmented, and more specific way of delivering content um, for people that want to learn about specific things in my whole brand, you know. And the best approach for that was to do seasons. Or otherwise, I would go nuts <laughs> in a short period of time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty soon, I'd be crazy. Um but that way, I keep people interested for you know for a specific um, uh, period of time. I know how long they're going to be engaged for because I know how many episodes that season's going to have, yep. and how many episodes per season do you have and do you do? Uh, we're still actually figuring that out right now. So the show uh, will launch about mid September, and we're still in the process of, of dialing in what is a season. Um, but I think it's safe to say that it'll have twenty to twenty five episodes per season. And the time in which, you know, we take a break in between is going to be a lot shorter because I, we stopped the show March of 2015 and between March and September is a huge gap, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But going forward, I think the break in between seasons will be a lot shorter, maybe even just a month or two in between seasons. So, so you could have like two seasons per year. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Almost two, yeah, two seasons per year. If you're doing 20, 25 episodes, that's almost 25 episodes, 25 weeks. Are you going to do it in a, on a weekly basis? Uh, again, we're, st- we're still kind of figuring that out. Um, okay. there, there's a, a couple creative options that we're thinking of doing. I like it. Um, because, I mean, just the way Lacey and I, and I operate, we like to be, you know, creative. We like to be different. Um, more contrasting i should say because everybody wants to be different right everyone wants to to stand out of a a noisy crowd so 
I think our goal in anything we do is, is really following our gut, but also contrasting what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could do, you could, I mean, I, I, I can come up with a bunch of things that you could do. Like maybe you can record all of, all of your episodes, you know, up front and then go uh, on a bi-weekly, you know, twice, twice a week. And that, that would be almost two months, then break another season. You know, yep. that's, that's a good, a good approach for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or go on a weekly basis, and that would give you two seasons per year. Yeah, you can do a lot of things. That's it's, and, it's a good and, approach. And that is the beauty of having a podcast, of doing you know something on your own or doing something online. Is you have all these these choices. Like you're literally the the captain of your own ship. Yes. You're you know yes yeah, so you have control over your time. You know when it's going to start. You you know when it's going to end. Exactly. Yes. Uh, and how do you plan on keeping listeners interested and, you know, waiting for the next season? Here's the thing. When we stopped the show, one of, one of my biggest fears was losing our audience because we had a very large audience. Um, going into creating season two, which we're in the process of now, it's one of those things where it's like, you know what, if we, we're probably going to lose people and that's okay. You know what I mean? The, the people that are, are meant to come back will come back. And for all I know, we're going to pick up totally different new listeners that never even heard of us before. You know, it's, it's kind of like all, all we could do is put out the greatest content that we could possibly put out. We could interview the greatest guests that we can possibly find and just basically give it up to the Internet gods and, and let it do its thing. Now, that's not to say we don't have a, a complete marketing strategy or anything behind it. But at the end of the day, it's one of those things where it's like, we'll see if it works. Yes. So let's, let's, let's do a summary of pros and cons on doing this. Sure. Um, and the pros size, on the pro uh, side, I see, you know, control over your time. Yep. Right. Um, you have control over how long the episodes, you know, the season's going to be. And yep. take take a time, take your time. Um, what else do you see on the pro side? Um, by taking the breaks, it gives us the ability to to kind of step back away from the situation and and look at it from a high level and see what's working, what's not working, what we like, what we don't like. Uh, sometimes you got to disconnect to connect. It's a nice quote. Uh, okay, let's jump into the con side now. What do sure. you see as a problem of doing this? An obstacle. Uh, an obstacle would be losing that your, losing your audience for sure. Losing the audience, okay. yeah. Um, do I think the entire audience is going to go away? No. no. Um, a con also maybe you know to some it depends on on your view that you have to like sort of launch a couple times a year, um, but really like who cares? You know what I mean? Like for us, like it's like who cares? This is what we do, and and we love doing it, and. Look, if big network TV shows can do this once, twice a year... That's what and, I was going to say, yeah. Then why can't the podcaster... Where does it say mm -hmm. in some handbook or some tablet on a mountain somewhere that podcast has to run 24-7, you know, 365? Not literally, but what I mean by that is if I'm saying I'm going to do a weekly show, where is it that, that says I have to do a weekly show until the show's over until I die? Yeah. It doesn't, right? It doesn't. You can always set up a marketing, you know, a marketing strategy 
for getting people uh, interested again, like doing an email campaign, uh, I don't know, uh, Facebook ads, retargeting people who were, who, you know, who listened to your previous episodes or open certain emails. You know, there's a bunch of things that you can do. Uh, exactly. We're not the like news contest and everything like yeah. that. We're not the newspaper. We're not the <clears throat> United States Postal Service. Nowhere does it say we have to stick to, you know, some type of schedule that is continuously ongoing. Yeah. Well, man, uh, I think we, we have, you know, made a pretty clear summary of why people could choose to go down this route. I recommend it for for some things and maybe you, you know, you want to commit and do an episode a day like that certain someone does every, <laughs> you know, and has a thousand episodes. Uh, but uh, I hope you choose what is right for you guys. Um and Chris, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I really hope to have you again in the future. Where can people stay in touch with you and mention your website again so that people go there? Yeah, you can go to the com. That's kind of like the mothership for everything we do. And uh, all our, our social media, everything, it's on the Cerrone Show. All right, guys, remember the com. Make sure to check out Chris's uh, website. I really appreciate you for coming here, Chris. I hope to have you again in the future, and it's been a blast. Anytime. Thank you. This was so much fun. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Chris Cerrone. If you have anything, any feedback, anything to say about it, please head on over to Twitter. Tag me at BorhaFat. I'd love to hear what you think. Until next week, guys. Thank you so much. Go out. Implement. And keep it real.